Before we get into today's episode, I just want to highlight our podcast sponsor, Switch Research. Are you feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic or clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. You can transform negative thoughts into self-love today using our code socialsoul20 at switchresearch.org, and that will get you 20% off your purchase. You guys enjoy, and let's get into the episode. Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And today's episode is going to be a little more serious. We're not talking about like farting in the gym. And Sex. Come in our nose. Like, <laughs> we're not talking about that. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, go listen to episode the episode 70. before this. Yes. <laughs> um, but today I just want to talk about supporting your friends who don't drink. And really, I'm just going to be talking and drawing from personal experiences in the ways that my friends have shown up for me in specific situations and circumstances that I can think of that have helped me feel supported. So if you're a non-drinker, maybe you can share this with a friend and say, hey, like, here's how you can support me. Maybe your friends are curious how they can support you. I'm just going to share some ideas. All right, let's get into it. So the first tip that I have is to include and encourage your non-drinking friends. So I can think about early on in my alcohol-free days, it was like maybe three, four months in, and I had gotten invited to a girl's wine day. And my friend was like, did you decide? Are you going to come? And I was like, no, it's at a winery. Like, I don't drink. I feel kind of weird about going. And she really encouraged me to come and she was like I would love to have you there and just let me know that she would support me and not drinking and that's just the kind of thing that I needed to kind of get me out of my comfort zone and into those situations where maybe I didn't feel like I should be as a non-drinker and it's not like she pressured me she wasn't like you have to come but she's like if you want to go and you want to hang out just know I support you and I'd love to have you there so she just made it known that like we're not only going to drink wine I'm like we're actually going because we want you there and we want yeah. to hang out with you yeah and all of that which I feel like most of the time when you are invited to a social situation that's surrounded around like a bar or a winery or you know a brewery or things like that like that is the main focal point and it can make you definitely be like should I go? Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't. But I like I like that, you know, that's how she went about it. She was like, no, I mean, you don't have to drink just because we're going to a winery. Like, mm-hmm. we still want you there. Yeah. And it was cool, too, because when I showed up, one of the other people there knew I didn't drink. And she had already told the server. So, like, they came around and gave me apple cider in my wine glass. And I just thought, like, that was cool. That's very, that's very sweet. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, releases you from the pressure of having to like be like, oh, like what are your non-alcoholic options Mm -hmm. in front of everybody that's there too? Yeah. Well, and even 
like I have the question anytime I go to a winery of like do you guys have non-alcoholic yeah. options or do you only have wine and it can feel really really awkward to ask you're right so but then again if you don't ask then the wineries aren't gonna know that it's a thing that needs to be done mm-hmm. that's what's so important yeah like you know I know we're so afraid to ask for those kind of things or the things that we need but like these businesses aren't going to know unless people are asking for it. Yeah. Supply and demand. Mm -hmm. And I think another cool thing about this specific situation was sometimes like you feel like your friends might pressure you to drink. So it was really nice for me going into the situation knowing nobody was going to pressure me. Nobody was going to be like, oh, why aren't you drinking? That's so boring. Like that's not how you support your friend. I know we see this kind of shit all over the internet too, but I don't know. I just felt understood. And then we went and got ice cream afterwards too. So it was just a good experience and it really helped to build my confidence early on. I was like, oh shit, I can do these things. So good. And I like that, you know, that you guys did something else afterwards too, that you could have, that you did feel a little bit more included in. Mm -hmm. That's like nice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good experience. Um, the other thing is this kind of ties in is like being vocal for them. So I'm actually thinking about one friend in particular who she throws parties like all the time. She'll have like summer barbecues, holiday get togethers, and she has a really big friend group and they're drinkers. Like they like to drink and they like to party. So I like to go to these things because it's like my friends hosting them. I know that I can do them. Um, But there was one situation where we were at a pool party and they were like gathering everybody for shots. And this was like one of my biggest fears is like Mm -hmm. somebody's going to offer me a shot and I don't know what I'm going to do. Not like I'm going to drink, but I just get awkward sometimes. Do I just hold it and throw it over my shoulder? Like, what do I do in this situation? Yeah, well, in this friend group, too, they also, I notice that they pressure people. And, like, I don't know these people, like, really intimately. Like, I don't hang out with them besides at her parties. So, as soon as somebody was like, like, do you want a shot? Or, like, we're taking shots. She was like, don't talk to Haley. Don't offer Haley a drink. She doesn't drink. And... You know, it may have felt awkward for me, but at the same time, I think in those early days and in those situations, like she spoke up for me and she didn't even put me in a situation to have to turn down drinks to somebody that, you know, I don't really know or for them to push back on me. And like, yeah, it it may have been a little bit extra, but I felt super (laughs) supportive in it. And um she does this too. I've been in a couple situations where there have been other people that she knows that don't drink and she'll like introduce me to them and be like, mm-hmm. Haley also doesn't drink and she kind of makes those connections. So I really, I really like that because it, I think it always starts a conversation. Yeah. I think it is important. Like just thinking about this, I'm like, I don't know if I entirely would feel the same way about that kind of thing that you do mm-hmm. though so I just like I feel like I should bring that up because like I think that I struggle with personally with like wanting to tell my own story when it comes to the things that I'm doing and like the reason that I'm doing them yeah so I feel like that would be totally overwhelming for me if like I was to like go to a public setting like convincing yourself to even go to that in the first place is hard enough you know mm-hmm. what I mean I feel like if I got somewhere and my friend was like, like answering all those questions for me mm-hmm. or like stating all of those things, 
I would be like, whoa, like chill, you know, yeah. like, like, let, let me talk. Yeah. Let me, let me share my thoughts. Yeah. Well, and so I, I think it definitely could go both ways, mm-hmm. but in just on a preference level, I'm, you know, I feel like that's probably a 50, 50 thing on what yeah. people would prefer. But I do remember having that feeling of like, no, like I got it. But looking back, I'm like, that was her way of showing up for me True. and making sure that like I could stick with my guns and she wasn't putting me in situations that would compromise my choice not to drink. So I get that too, yeah. but this was like two years ago. And so I'm like, okay. Also dependent on just your relationship with the person that's doing it too. Yes, totally. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah, you don't need to like walk them through the door and be like, everybody, this is Haley. Exactly. She doesn't drink. Like that's not the sitch at all. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like, if it comes up, it's a great way to support them. Um, you know, it's funny because I actually thought a lot about a lot of things that this friend has done that have like kind of helped. And another thing is she like lets me know that me choosing not to drink makes her like feel like she doesn't have to drink. And she'll be like, I like hanging out with you because I feel like I don't have to drink. Mm -hmm. And so that just makes me feel a little bit more confident in my choice. Which is rare because most people like you're like used to the pressure of them drinking which makes mm-hmm. you feel like you should be drinking and yeah it I will agree with that it's nice to have a friend that you don't have to worry about like going places or doing things with you're like oh my god I don't even have to think about alcohol because like she's not thinking about alcohol mm-hmm. yeah totally like you go out to like a happy hour and then you're like the per- first person that orders orders alcohol and then everybody else feels like yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to order a drink too. Well, even thinking about like the winery event that we just did together, mm-hmm. like if I would have been with somebody that was pounding wine the whole time, I would have been more like, shit, should I pound some wine? Know. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like I was confident in not having to have a drink because you weren't having a drink. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not alone and not having a drink. This is way easier if I have somebody next to me who's also not drinking. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think another thing, too, you can do to support your friends is, like, let them know the drinking situation if you are inviting them over to a party or, like, over to your house or to some sort of get-together. Like, if a ton of people are going to be drinking, like, letting them know or letting them know that non-alcoholic options will be there. But I like to know the drinking situation ahead of going into social settings. So that's something that you can do, too. Is there a drinking situation that somebody's mentioned to you that's made you be like oh I'm definitely not going to that um I'm just curious I'm trying that might be hard to remember off the top of your head but I know I can't remember anything off the top of my head but I that does cross my mind like I mean obviously obviously you're like not going to frat parties or things like that (laughs) (laughs) but sometimes when people do invite me to things like I'll be like oh everybody's gonna be like drinking I don't really want to go so I don't know. I think just like letting people know so that they can make that decision for themselves. Like, do I have the energy to deal with a bunch of drunk people or like not tonight? You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. And if you're the person like throwing the party, don't be offended by the non-drinker. That's like, I don't really want to take part in your kegger tonight. (laughs) You know, like I do think it, it is definitely a nice touch to be like, hey, I may be having a kegger, but here's all these other drinks that I do have to help you feel more comfortable in Mm -hmm. being here and even if you don't stay the whole time or whatnot you Mm -hmm. know what I mean like I do have this for you to make you feel more comfortable for sure is like a really good thing to do yeah 
Okay, another thing, Jessica does this all the time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, sending them content online that they can relate to. So you always send me like TikToks <laughs> me or Instagram posts or th- like other people who don't drink. And I just feel supported every time. Which is so funny because my thought when I send that to you is, ooh, you should recreate this because <laughs> it'd be way better if you were in it. Like literally that's the thought that goes through my mind. You're like, when here, I sh- make this video. <laughs> I'm like, this person made this video, but it'd be way cuter if you did it. <laughs> I'll take that into account yeah. the next time you send me one. I don't one. think I ever tell you that when I send it to you. I just send it to you. She but. just sends them. <laughs> yeah. I'll open up like four messages and I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. This is also why Haley gets dog videos from me down now too, though, because she has a dog. So I'm Dude. like, yes, now I get to send you dog memes too. They're so funny. <laughs> They're so funny. Um, okay. Another thing that Jessica has done really well is support them in the social side of not drinking. So like when your friends are ready to go out and they want to maybe do things like do them with them or like sober events. Like you've come with me to non-drinking events and things like that. And it's just really helpful to have somebody I'm close with, somebody I know, somebody that's comfortable in those situations where I'm totally getting out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It's just like nice to have you by my side. (laughs) Oh, this is such a sweet episode for me. (laughs) Yeah. So just help them feel supported in that, but definitely don't pressure them into doing things that they're not comfortable doing. Listen to their boundaries But yeah, just be there when they're ready. And then, so a couple other things that I can think about, and this is, you don't have to do this, but (laughs) like my twin sister literally quit drinking too. Yeah. And I'm like, how fucking cool is that? I feel super supported in this, like even more so. It's a common thing that we have. And I'm just like, damn, like she's supporting herself, obviously, but I don't know. I think that's kind of cool. But you were kind of like the inspiration for it and like made it, I'm sure, easier for her to make that decision because Mm -hmm. you made that decision. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. It just helps me feel more confident about it too. Like when there's other people in my life who I'm like, oh, cool. They're sober too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because really when you, you know, when you first like stopped drinking, you didn't really know anybody close to you that was a non-drinker. So you were having to like find new friends and like new kind of like a new group to hang with Mm -hmm. that you could like relate to on that aspect. Mm -hmm. So yeah, having somebody close to you that's like, oh, why not drink either now? You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. (laughs) I feel like that's actually been like everybody in my life because you, I feel like drink way less than you used to. Oh God. Yeah. But also Dustin is not a heavy drinker at all. Like, now even now he goes huge chunks of time between having drinks and I don't know it's been really nice to have his support in that too Mm -hmm. and speaking of that one thing that my husband like has done to support me is he like listens to me vent and like talk about my feelings when they come up about alcohol like things that piss me off or like problematic drinking norms or just things that are coming up for me while living alcohol free he like lets me vent to him and like bitch about him and maybe he like doesn't agree or he's like she's super extra about this (laughs) but it's nice to have that space to be like okay I can actually talk to somebody about this like I don't feel like a total freak well I think it's interesting too like um, you know, when we're all like watching TV or something and like an alcohol something commercial comes on and you'll like say a comment about it. 
and I mean, I don't, th- I don't think of it as you like bitching at all. So don't think that, but like, it is nice to like have your perspective on it because like, we're so used to those commercials. Mm-hmm. And so like, when you make those like little comments about it, um, it makes me be like, Oh yeah, it is weird. Like, you're but, right. Yeah. Like to think about the psychological, <laughs> well, actually I have no clue if that's the right word, <laughs> psychological, <laughs> But just to think about the underlying messages in alcohol advertising, like it's intriguing to me and it makes me just really curious and it makes me question things. And I like to talk about that. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it's nice for somebody to kind of hold that space. I think one thing that's like super impressed me, too, with like your whole journey of this is that you're not only going off of your experience like yeah that's a huge part of it but you also do so much like research about alcohol itself and like you always have like these random facts that you've like saw somewhere that you're just like reiterating and I'm like damn you like know the science behind this shit too like yeah well that book I suggested this in like I swear it was episode seven where we talked about books we love this naked mind by Annie Grace And also, Quit Like a Woman by Holly Whitaker, like, mind-blowing with information regarding, like, the effects of alcohol on our body, um, the marketing behind alcohol, like, all of that. Yeah. That was so helpful for me in the beginning was reading books. So, I guess another suggestion for supporting your friends, especially because it's right around Christmas time, Mm -hmm. buy them a Quit Lit book. Quit Lit is, like, a book about somebody who's sober or about alcohol, and there are a ton of them. I actually have a shit ton of suggestions in my Sober Curious Toolkit. It's totally free. It's a PDF. I'll link it in the show notes for you guys. Or even read the book yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good way, too, to, like, give you another chance to understand, like, what they are reading and what they're learning about it. Mm Mm-hmm. Or what they may be experiencing. Yeah. Like, you could literally read a memoir about somebody who's quit drinking. Those are fucking... Those get me, like so hooked because they're literally stories of people's addiction and how they overcome Mm -hmm. them and I'm just like damn this is a incredible story so yeah and even if you might not relate to it alcohol wise you'll relate to that in some way Mm -hmm. you know so like it's not gonna be a bad read by any means yeah exactly (laughs) I love that that's a good suggestion Um, but that's all I've got. So feel free to send this to one of your friends, um, or just take notes if your friends are asking how they can support you. These are a few ideas. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thanks for listening, guys. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Social Soul Podcast. Follow us on TikTok as well at Social Soul Podcast. And rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you're listening there as well. Yeah, and feel free to tag us in your Instagram stories. If you are listening to an episode, we would love to shout it out and reshare it. All right, we will see you guys next time. Bye.